Welcome into another episode of the Joe Schmo Sports Show. I'm your host. My name is Clint Webb. Alongside me, as always, is my man over here, Mr. Dominic Battistella. What's going on, Clint? And our man behind the curtain, of course, is Mr. Andre Cameron. And today we have two very special guests here. They are legends in the triangle sports broadcasting (laughs) industry. Um, We have Mr. Joe Ovius from 99.9 The Fan, the OG, and Miss Lauren Brownlow. She is also with 99.9 The Fan and millions of other things, it seems. She is of Twitter fame. That's uh, Yeah, that's fair. How do you feel being called a legend? (laughs) I feel like I'm not sure what it's for. And I'm I'm like, wait, what was the legend part? Your, your, Your Twitter famous yeah. that's fair that's for yeah. sure and, and to be fair clint also likes to be hyperbolic i do yeah mm. i do yeah. i do i also like <laughs> everything carolina and lauren, uh, lauren tweets see, tweets a lot about uh i feel like carolina twitter is mixed on me i don't know though i i, I know enjoy you like it. me thank you i enjoy it and, and I that's see all that matters i see it is really all that matters <laughs> dom is. thank you very much mm-hmm. i appreciate that all right. How about you guys? Tell us a little about yourself. And Joe, since uh, ladies first, always, we're going to start with Lauren. I'm from Greensboro originally, mm. home of the founding of the uh, ACC tournament forever. Probably not since we have a new commissioner. But oh, yeah. it's, it's like Bane. Some people have only adopted the ACC. Yeah, you were yeah born, I was. You born exact, in it. Exactly. It. Like literally minutes. Well, I wasn't born in, at Sedgefield, but I lived there most of my life. Okay. But that is literally where it was founded. So nice. there's that. But yeah, grew up in Greensboro, played basketball and tennis growing up, went to Carolina. I know that will surprise some of Carolina Twitter, perhaps. <laughs> sorry. I guess. I'm not sorry. But and you no. graduated in a really good year. I did. I graduated yeah. in 2005. Yeah, you went out on top. Now, I will say, though, I did feel cheated when I got there as a freshman mm. in 2002. Because mm. I'm like, excuse me. Eight and 20? Yeah. I'm like, well, I did not sign up for this. Well. I would have just gone to Maryland, which was my backup, which was my second uh, choice. I would have just gone here if I wanted good basketball. Come on, man. That fits your personality, though, being a Maryland basketball fan, because you do play dirty. So. Oh, that, but it, yeah. What does AG say about you your Maryland being your backup school. Well, not uh, backup's the wrong way of putting it, right? <laughs> it was more like I, that was the only other place I really wanted to go okay. that I got into. My parents were like, you better find some scholarship money since it's out of state tuition. Mm. And I'm like, don't know where to find that. Yep. Guess I'm going to Carolina, Carolina then. Right. So, okay. yeah. so Carolina was your safety exactly. school. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, kind of, I'm not Whoa. Really. It was not like that. I applied like uh, a million times. Carolina places, Twitter is going to have a problem with this. No, <laughs> it's gonna be, they're just going to be the same. On oh. high I'm, I'm waiting for, I'm going to start it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I started working for Adam Lucas, who I know mm. is a name most people know. Oh, yeah. Fresh out of school as an intern. I got hired full time after that. Worked for him till like 2011, I want to say. And then went freelance, then got hired by, I think it was ACC Sports Journal first. Yeah, I think Jim hired me to do my GIF previews. Jim Hevener? Jim Young. Okay, Jim Young. Jim Young. Formerly the editor of ACC Sports Journal. Mm. He hired me to do, I, I don't know if I was quite into GIFs yet, but I was close at that point. But he hired me to do that, my GIF sort of previews that became that anyway sure. for ACC Sports. Then Fox Sports Carolinas hired me, covered, oh my God, I covered football, basketball, Wake Wake and the Triangle teams, mm-hmm. plus the Hurricanes, and Florida State when they were in town because that was like when Jameis Winston was in school. And mm. So they'd be like, oh, go cover Florida State at yeah, Wake. Sure. And I'm like, oh my God. Good old crap self. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that I was dub. pretty busy. <laughs> 
Dominic will want to talk to you about hockey more in a little bit. Didn't you ghost write for Adam Lucas? I wouldn't put it that way. No, I would. I would. I helped write his books. Okay. So basically, <laughs> if he would do an interview or whatever, I he would send me audio mm. and I would transcribe it. So like any uh-huh. book he like. The 1957 book I helped mm-hmm. a lot on. The 100 Years of Carolina Basketball book. I Oh, my God. I did I did a lot of interviews That's for that myself, actually. Yeah, and it was really fun. I also mm-hmm. did some stats for them, like every player historically ever, which took a long time. But I have an Excel spreadsheet somewhere <laughs> with everybody in it. So that's the thing I did. And... Yeah, I did a ton of stuff when I worked there. And yeah, the Wes Miller's book as well, I helped oh, yeah. write. Yeah, Wes mm-hmm. is, that was a really, that was probably my most interesting one I helped on, to be honest. Although the older stuff's cool too, because it's history. But yeah, so I did that. And then where am I at now? I was with <laughs> Fox. And then I had been doing radio with y'all yeah. off and on, really. Like I'd come on with you guys a couple of times. It wasn't like a regular thing at that point, I don't think. By the no, time I got. Coming, you didn't start coming on the radio until 2012. But at this point, I'm like, almost done with Fox. So yeah. 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 It was like 2012 ish. I started coming on both with Mike Maniscalco in the morning and then with you guys in the afternoon, you guys had me on first, I believe. And yeah, so I started guest hosting some with Mike mostly at that time and some with you guys or well, some with you after that, mostly gold would do it if he had to. That's a, <laughs> a, that's a, a dream of Dom's at this moment is to have uh, Maniscalco on the show. But he would definitely You guys awesome have that. the dreams set up for Maniscalco. Is it be all about? Yeah. yeah. All about. Man is uh, heaven. So nice. do you want to send him some photos? Do, do you want to set <laughs> yeah. Carolina Twitter straight right now? What, what's your fan? How's oh, your fandom? lie? like what? It's I, I, no one believes this and I understand why I get it okay because i've been on the other side of it so i understand joe can tell you i didn't like joe very much <laughs> like we got to know each other like as a personality i'm like i don't like him what's his deal what's what he always so above nonsense? everything what, what's his problem and, and, and now she's uh, like associated with me right, right. Bum, yeah bum, bum. exactly I, I just i really i am invested if anything in the players i like or a storyline i think like it, it, we make predictions all the time like mm-hmm. we all do that if anything, we're invested in being right mm-hmm. sometimes. Oh, but if course. it doesn't happen, you can still say, okay, I was wrong. Like, we still, Joe and I both still get Mac Brown tweets. And yeah. it's, okay, sorry, you guys made a hire. We had an opinion. Yeah. I guess next time we just won't bother to have an opinion. Is that what you would rather us no, do? I'm not saying that I wouldn't. but yeah. it's, a cla- you know. it's a classic case where apparently something changed along the lines in the last five Ugh, years, six it's years. It's the old takes exposed. Mm. Like It's not even old Ugh. takes exposed. There's a lot of, you're not allowed to change your mind. You're not allowed to have a thought of how something was going to go and then you get more information or things go in a different direction. Exactly. And you can just admit, you know what? I got that one wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this happened to me recently when I said I was actually going to go to a Canes game here soon. Uh, I'm actually going to go to a Canes game in person next Saturday. Oh, this upcoming Saturday, I should say. And I had a couple of people like, didn't you just say you wouldn't, you weren't going to go to a Canes game this year? I'm like, things change. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Number one, I, I want I'm to. vaccinated right. now. Yeah. yeah. Right. Back in January when this stuff was happening, mm-hmm. I wasn't. And my thought was, you ain't going to see me there. Yeah, sure. Bulls right. game, sure. Yeah. Plus, I'm a company man. So also, like, Canes game. tickets were really pricey. They might have well, come down. Upper, upper level, yeah. I bought directly from the team. <laughs> upper level's $80. Oh, yeah. okay. So, Bulls just, what's that? Bulls are getting ready to start now. Yeah, May 11th. May 11th. They were supposed to start this past week. Yeah, that's what I thought. Major League Baseball postponed the start of their season yeah, by a well, month. Yeah. So, so to go back to that, I I personally like sports personalities, sports commentators that are willing to admit they were wrong mm-hmm. and sure. accept the reality of a 
new position. But it seems to me there are so many out there who are on the major media outlets. Yeah. They're so invested in being right, right. that they're willing to cherry pick <laughs> yes. facts and things sure. like yes. that to, For sure. to argue mm. their rightness, even though they're blatantly wrong. Nick being my favorite one on mm. this. <laughs> I could have an entire episode just ranting about that guy. But it is oh, the yeah. one, he's the one you pick out? <laughs> oh, okay. Would you I like was going to go with like a Skip co- Bayless. Some of them yeah, do but, it as an industry. I'm well, yeah. well to, has. to be fair, I'm a Bills fan, and he hates Josh Allen, oh, well, and sure. I think he's totally wrong about him and won't stop being wrong. As a Panthers fan, well. can relate with, <laughs> yeah. with the Cam yeah, Newton yeah. experience well, over an extended period of time, where it would be sure. like, even when he's winning MVP, there'd be people out there be like, well, oh, yeah, exactly. Is that, what you, come on. Yeah, yeah. I'll be curious to see if Josh Allen backs it up, but that's another story altogether. We can, yeah. we can, well, we can get into that in a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's one, too. Like, growing up I, in a Dolphins yeah. household, I ain't got time. Yeah. Oh, oh, see, can we, can we have a debate? This about should who, be who's actually a better quarterback over the course of their career, Jim Kelly or Dan Marino? Oh no! Oh, wow. oh. Before we get into any of that, let's hear a little bit about Joe, please. Because I have one specific thing from your bio that I want to ask you about, and Dominic already knows this. Ah, um, but so tell us a little bit about Joe. As I was jokingly referencing, I grew up in South Florida. My dad was an IBMer. and so I grew up going to Dolphins games and Miami Hurricane games. So that's my main youth experience with sports but moved here in 1995 because ibm moved a bunch of jobs up here so yeah makes sense yeah i was either here or rochester new york yeah and my my dad was like i would like to experience (laughs) summer yeah Yeah. so you only get summer in miami versus uh (laughs) right you do like summer in rochester but you get all the other seasons so we ended up here and i wrapped up high school at cardinal gibbons and and then went to nc state and originally i thought i was gonna do computer science that sounds fun i was into it (laughs) I mean, I'm into tech stuff, but it wasn't like I, I kind of caught myself my freshman and sophomore year trying to get coding. And I did not envision myself sitting in front of a computer terminal, mm-hmm. hammering out code all the time, especially with a peer group, too, that I didn't have a lot in common with. Like I could I can nerd out with the best of them. But so what are you doing this weekend? <laughs> like, that kind of thing. like it never really you, you seem coding. a bit too extroverted. Yeah, that very yes. much. Yeah. So with that in mind, they pushed me towards more of a management position. So wow. I transitioned to what was called uh, management information systems. Okay. Basically, you're dangerous enough to know what the code is, but you can manage. You're more extroverted. You could probably be in in management. You can but speak to people. You can speak to people. Yeah. So, which is desperately needed. In, oh, yeah, uh, in for sure. Team. You're one, an extroverted coder looks at your shoes when they talk to you. <laughs> we So I ended up spending most of my time, though, from my freshman year up until I graduated hanging out at WKNC, okay. which is the college radio station there at State. Mm-hmm. And my junior and senior year, I elevated to general manager, and that's when I decided I kind of like this radio thing. And I wanted to get a radio gig, but the only radio gig that was available at the time, the only place that would hire me was the old sports talk station that was called 850 The Buzz. I loved 850 The Buzz. So my senior year, <laughs> first semester senior year, that was 2000, I got a part-time gig at 850 The Buzz which involved running the board for a syndicated golf show. (laughs) And then, do you remember Drew Smith on WTVD? Oh, yeah, for sure. So he had a show on Saturday that I would produce. So I would basically just take phone calls and put them on the screen, and he would read them. And then I would do the same thing on Sunday morning. There was a show called Computers 2K that was like the... It was it was basically like the car talk of NPR, but okay. for computers. <laughs> sure. Amnon, Amnon Nissan. No, it was hilarious. We get people all the time. It's like, hey, this won't work. And Amnon would troubleshoot it for them on the wow, air. Wow, that's pretty crazy. He was, he was Amnon, if Amnon heard me, he'd laugh because he'd always say, did you reboot it? Exactly. And that was always his opening line. So anyway, 
if to, to put us, I, I bring all this up to put a summary on my overall radio career in the triangles that I got my foot in the door to do sports talk radio at 850 The Buzz, not necessarily as I thought I was going to be doing sports talk radio. It was just a radio gig. Mm-hmm. I always sure. enjoyed sports, sure. but it was not what I wanted to do. I thought I was going to be like some FM rock jockey. Which would fit, right? <laughs> but because of things like streaming, mm-hmm. I mean, you got to remember like Napster had just oh, come yeah. on the scene. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember going in college to a thing called Collegiate Music Journal, and one of the panels was about MP3s, mm. and they didn't know what to do. Mm. And the radio reps were, this is how old I am, the radio <laughs> reps were like, oh, it's a phase, we'll get it. people are going to be buying the quality. No, I'm getting the cheap, like, it's yeah. free. I don't care what the for quality free. is. You know, yeah. for free, and I'm listening to it on tinny earbuds, mm-hmm. I'm good. It's my favorite four-letter word. So, free 99. That's right. Mm-hmm. And... That's when I thought, oh, I also want to do radio, and I got a job at 850, so I just hung around. Mm. And that's pretty much been it between 2000 and... It seems like it worked out. I'd say it worked you know? out, but like yeah. in radio and media in general, you can go one of two ways. You can bounce around to go find the job that you have, or you basically outlast everybody. And I was the latter. Basic people would go on. I mean, my first full-time gig at 850, I didn't become full-time until 2002. And the reason why that happened was because Mike Solarte eventually took a job with News 14 mm-hmm. Carolina at the Still time. Still there. So that yep. elevated yeah. a guy to... An, to host, which okay. then opened up a producer gig for Adam Gold. Sure. And then I became Adam's producer. And then that's pretty much how things played. That's when I started listening. But that's how this mm-hmm. but that's how the story goes. It's okay, somebody leaves or somebody gets fired. All right, well, who's all right, Ovius, you do it. Yeah. And then just boop, 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 keep <laughs> yeah. moving up and then Sure. Dude, the now digital here. download definitely killed the music industry as far as that side goes. Because I worked at Warehouse Music on Franklin Street. Oh, yeah. yeah. For, from yeah. Oh, from 2000 to 2003 or 2004, sure. whenever it closed. All right, so a couple things on your bio that mm-hmm. just made me laugh. I'll wait on yours, right? You can say that one. It says you're playing. I don't even know where my bio is. Saying your playing days. Yeah. 23 years in Tecmo Super Bowl. Yes. <laughs> it's true. Right. I had my hand in the dirt. Yeah. Or on the controller, at least. <laughs> who, yeah. who was your team? I was always the Bears. Okay. All right, so who was the unstoppable player on the Bears? Because there was one for every team. Okay, well, that so makes, I would people. I'm like, you want to be Bo Jackson? Sure. I got Michael, Michael Irvin, Bo single, Jackson. Singletary can just move up through and, the line and kill you. So I don't. I guess Bo Jackson never trucked you as Mike Singletary. Well, no, Singletary was good at least slowing Bo Jackson down. Okay. Yeah. So if you could just stop Bo with okay. Singletary and just hit the button, you might get blown up yeah. by Bo. Oh yeah, for but sure. You slowed him down to a point where some, the computer mm. guy Brian would, Bosworth style, yeah, would eventually yeah. come up and help you mm. out. Mm, all right, now Dominic has something that he wants to ask, and I told him I, I told him I know where it's from, but he wants to make sure. It, on your bio, it talks about the most memorable sports experience for you yeah. being the wide right game. Yes. Now okay. I told him this was from State Florida State, and he not State Florida State, Miami Florida or State. Miami Florida State. Okay, so it's my contention is that are you kidding me? That doesn't matter. The original wide right <laughs> game is the Buffalo New York Super Bowl, nineteen ninety. Yeah, yeah. And you, as a Miami fan, have to recognize that Scott Norwood was oh. the inspiration for Ray Finkel. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, and yeah. that was the Laces wide out, right Dan. game. Laces, out. Laces exactly. Out. Yeah. Exactly. So when, I, when when he said the wide right game, he, t- he told me that. I was like, oh, is he a Bills fan? Because that yeah. influenced me as a sports fan as a child. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I, always, I will always associate. I will always associate wide with Miami and Florida State. And yeah. why is that? Well, I was there for it, number one. Okay. But there was also three wide rights. 
in so, the same wasn't game. Wasn't there a wide left, too? There was a wide left. Yeah, that's but what there, I think there, it was so like. There was wide, wide, wide right, two. There was a wide left, and there was yeah. a wide right, three. How many years Ugh. did this span? I want to say this was about a 10-year span. 10-year span. Yes, but did that become a... You don't uh, watch an, college inter- football, do you? He doesn't watch college sports. Uh, uh, okay, then, but, but did that then we're become done an international <laughs> yes. phenomenon? Yes. Really? Yeah, that inspired an entire movie series. Entire movie series? Yeah. The, the, what do you think Ace Ventura Pet Detective was Scott Norwood? Are you really are you really saying that Scott Norwood is the reason why Ace Ventura exists? I was saying hey, that it's the reason listen. why Ray Finkel exists, and that was the <laughs> origin of the series. Oh man, it's well, a mad. bit of a stretch, but Bill's, okay. Bill's yeah. fan should have been mad that it was yeah, like if you probably a Dolphins happy. kicker. You know? yeah, if you don't, if you don't watch, <laughs> if you don't football. watch they, football, they knew what was up. <laughs> yeah, if you don't watch college football, then yeah, I can see why. I that. mean, I do watch college football because that's what I, just I grew don't up obsess on. over college. Football. See, I grew up on college football. Same, sure. because I grew up in South Florida. I came up at the time when Miami was the thing. Lewis okay. and all them before that. No, no, no. As a, as a matter of fact, Jim Kelly. Yeah, yeah, Miami legend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So all of so my dad, it was a University of Miami grad, and he had season tickets to the Orange Bowl from I want to say eighty three. Mm. Oh wow! Up wow. and through when we moved up here in ninety five, he kept his season wow. tickets all the way up until they moved to Joe Robbie Stadium. Wow! So for me, it was a bit of a culture shock when I moved here because I grew up on college football. Yeah. For heaven's sake, you haven't lived until you got to the Orange Bowl when Notre Dame's in town. You oh, have yeah, grown man. ass men calling yeah, you man. a convict. Yeah. <laughs> so as a kid. <laughs> so that's awesome. I thought you were going to say something worse. I've, well, been, I mean, I've been called worse. Yeah. I remember when I went to the Orange Bowl for the second to last game ever played there. That was when NC State went down to Miami and I thought well this I have to do this I went to NC State this is the team that I grew up rooting for in Miami State ends up winning that game but I wore state gear that day and for the first time I actually experienced like dudes who wanted to fight me so that was an interesting and I've seen countless fights at the Orange Bowl but that was the first time I ever experienced somebody who actually literally wanted to fight me I I didn't grow up in a place where'd you grow up Virginia Beach so okay. there was no college minute, football high school or football. college basketball. <laughs> it's like high school football. I was going to say, <laughs> for all the recruiting that comes through right. there. Yeah, well, I know. There's, yeah, but there's the he was largest yeah. university there was Old Dominion. Old Dom- they have a but you didn't college like, basketball program, but it's not a major You weren't like a Virginia conference. Tech fan through like osmosis? You, I, yeah. <laughs> so I was a fan, yeah. but it didn't. I got follow you. it. Yeah. I got actually, you. he has one thing that, that is deal. consistent about Dominic with college sports is he hates Duke. Okay, yes, okay. that is the thing that he did bring down yeah. here that was a positive. Well, it, it, but that was a culture my, shock. My best yeah, oh, friend from, was a huge Duke yeah. fan, and he was a total dick about it. Gotcha. So like, <laughs> anytime Duke played anybody, I wanted them to get crushed. That's funny. That's he, fair. And he was the also. worst about it when the the Leitner era. Oh, oh, sure, dude. sure. Everybody was. Well, I was going to say in, fo- in football, you got your wish back then, but your yeah. your fan friend probably didn't care about college football. No, he no. Yeah. 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 That yeah. makes it worse. It's yeah. like yeah. you should yeah. at least suffer with your football. Does no, any Duke but he was fan also a Dolphins fan, so. Mm. <laughs> no. Does any Duke fan care about college football? Yes, sadly for them, because about four thousand of them. There's, they have their own niche that the niche audience. Mm-hmm. You know, no, it, ex- have, it exists. It and, exists. And I've been to a couple for, of half empty stadiums before COVID. And, and, you, and, and I, I know you're a little, at least a little familiar with the kind of weird dichotomy that exists at like a basketball school oh, yeah. versus like fans that some of them are more ride or die for football, mm-hmm. and some of them have a bit of not resentful attitude towards basketball, but a little bit. Mm-hmm. You've seen, you've, I'm sure you've encountered this in the Carolina fan base. Absolutely. I know people like this that Absolutely. are way more into college football, and they're annoyed by the basketball program. Yeah. Okay, we get. It, we like, get it. Yeah, yeah, pay more attention You're to the 
money are more right. successful ask, than the ask other. Ask, sure. ask Carolina football players. Okay. About yeah, their, that can be asked Mac that's, before he. That's a source. Yeah. If they won a national you know. championship or two, maybe people it, would give a shit. You ain't wrong. <laughs> Listen, we're talking about two perpetually 500 programs yeah. between Carolina mm-hmm. and State. That's why I always get in. That's why I say arch between the two. But 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 what's funny about college football? When I first moved here. I was not familiar with college basketball at all. College basketball is just not a thing because you, you grew, grew up, up college with. football in South Florida. Nobody cares about college basketball. Right. I, mean, no. I knew who Duke right. was. I think there right. are pictures of me floating around with a Duke hat after they had won in ninety one. You should or burn that. Picture. <laughs> I think my dad has all those stuff. You know, so it was it's cool. All right, ransom. But but yeah, my freshman year at NC State in nineteen ninety seven, I spent more time at Carolina games because that was the Mac Brown year where they mm-hmm. broke through. Gosh, dude. And. My wife and I were dating oh. at the time, and I usually get the, my heart I would get still. the plus one on the ticket. So I just went to the Carolina games because I, I just wanted to watch good football. Yeah, and you saw good football. And I did, right up yeah. until the Florida For, State-North yeah. uh, Carolina yeah. game. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. when Lauren and I when Lauren and I first started to know each other, because we actually met, like actually started to interact in person at the 2012 ACC tournament. I think that in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was the one in Atlanta? Yep, that's the one. Okay. So that was the one that Florida State won. That was a fun. Yeah. That was a fun Florida State team to follow. Actually, was they usually are? They're the same team every single year. I love Leonard Hamilton. Who doesn't love Leonard Hamilton? I I do. I like Leonard Hamilton. They're long. They're athletic. Yeah. Yeah. They're they they play great defense Mm -hmm. and they have. And usually, shooters. they usually have at least one or two players that I just genuinely love. I think they had what, Michael Snare. What Michael I liked Dukes. about Michael Snare is that three-point shot he hit in the cornering his Duke to ah. beat them at the end of the game. That was fantastic. But, that was my favorite Michael Snare moment. Yeah. I'm embarrassed to admit the last Florida State basketball player I know is Charlie Ward. Oh, wow. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Wow. Was not expecting you to go there. Yeah. Oh, goodness. That's, that's quite a while. Hold on. So, yeah. Charlie been, Ward played with Hubert Davis. Hey, Patrick Williams doing well in the league right now? I think, I think he is. So. Look, I think I, so. Jonathan Isaac. I, I have to be he very doesn't. selective with the I sports know, I get to watch because I've got teenagers. He watches I have a limited amount of time to do. Gotcha. I get it. Believe me. I run out of bandwidth for all kinds of other stuff. That I yeah. should know more about. Mm. So I, I, but I, I right there with you. Right, yeah. but I brought that up though because Lauren, like we said at the at the start, you know, grew up with college basketball. Which football is, though too, because we always went to those games, much to my chagrin game, like, at first. But it's funny because <laughs> I would argue you're a bit of a dying breed in this area because, and I've in this as the area continues to expand, mm-hmm. and there's not as many people who grew up with right. college basketball. With the transplants, college basketball talk has diminished mm-hmm. over time. For sure, it used to be. All you know, the time. It used to be once yeah. the start. Once we got to January, yeah. it was pretty much ACC hoops Over. between that until the ACC tournament, yep. all the way through the Final Four. We would always go to the Final Four thanks to Westwood One, who carries the mm-hmm. games on a radio row. We were one of the rare shows that were was outside of the top twenty market that got invited because we we're like, chances are you're going to have Duke or Carolina in this thing. Chances sure. are. Oh man. Yeah. 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 So they would. I mean. They, so they would be like, speaking. cool, come on yep. down. And like the people who come through is like, oh, Tobacco Road. So, yes. But what's been interesting over time, it, it, it actually hit me in the 2000, it hit me in 2015 when the Panthers went to the Super Bowl, where, and I was doing the show with Adam at the time, and you can back me up on this. How little basketball did we talk that January through the Super Bowl? Like every day was just cam yeah. playoffs, and then all of a sudden, when Adam and I got on the plane yeah. to come back from San Francisco, we went, "Oh crap!" Yeah. The Duke Carolina games on Wednesday, <laughs> and you're not even thinking. And about we're it. not even thinking right. about what, this. Was in right. 2012? This was no, 2012. This was 2015 and one. Yeah, and that's when it dawned on yeah. me in 2015. Yeah. that 
things had really shifted yeah. because of the predominance of transplants, talking about the NFL on a consistent basis. Even college like, football has taken over a little bit more not, than college basketball. Not to be dismissive of Duke locally, but locally they don't move the needle no. as much mm-hmm. as when Carolina is good. And Carolina was good that year, but they weren't Duke good. And so I think that probably also yeah, that, that yeah. contributed. That Do you think that parity in college basketball contributes to that, where everybody's not as dominant as those 97-98 Carolina <laughs> nope. teams? Or no. It's the local audience. Yeah, the local, local audience, audience doesn't care There's yeah. that much about that. college basketball. It's much about college basketball. And, and not to go super like yeah. old person take here. And mm. I don't, you I'm not saying this You are is, approaching 40, Lauren. Uh, please. Uh, <laughs> we can edit that out, Lauren. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do that. But like, no I do think, and this just is, keep that rolling. I'm not saying that this is like wrong. I just think that there's so much more turnover now than there yeah. used to be. And it's hard. I legit will get to the beginning. I used to never have an issue before college basketball season started naming off any team's roster give or take obviously not always knowing all the freshmen but oh yeah this this guy's coming back now i'm gonna have no clue when we go into like next year i'm gonna be like who transferred where again like it's just it and again i'm not like they can do what they want like it's all good but Mm -hmm. for me it's made it harder to follow a little bit because i'm like oh that guy plays for that team or like that guy doesn't play there anymore but i think that impacts people's ability to follow it a little bit. right because it was 1500 people on last count in the transfer portal 1,500 yeah, kids? It's, it's, it's fact, something yeah. silly like that? I, yeah. just, I feel like one of those old Northeasterners because I don't <laughs> think about college basketball, yeah. but I love, oh, I, get that. I love hockey, and sure. I go to the Bulls games. Okay. Yeah, right? Because uh, in baseball and yeah. hockey. Uh, it, Makes sense. I'm a Northeastern sports fan. That's what they care about. And there's about. plenty of people that live here now that... Yeah, that's why the Hurricanes are growing in okay. popularity. There's, there's options for everybody, yep. and there's plenty of people to support all of For the sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I would argue that the reason why the Carolina Hurricanes are growing in popularity is because they're winning. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's, that that's definitely too. a thing. So that there was a... For sure. I would argue that the Carolina Hurricanes were always in a prime position to succeed because... This area needs something that can bring everybody together. Need pro sports. Well, it, pro sports, yes, but I also think that hockey is unique in that, much like college, there's a very... College is regional, and so is the NHL. Right. When you combine the two, you've already got this like cultish-like following of your favorite college programs. You see a lot of the similarities with how people gravitate towards hockey teams, mm-hmm. too. These are my special adult children, my large adult <laughs> sons, <laughs> and they're, like, right. they're going to treat them that way, and you get like very attached to players. Sure, sure. It's not all that dissimilar to how we treat college basketball players or college football players. And I think there was a uniqueness where you could go to the building and you could get all the cheap pops from the coaches that would go on the screen like say go canes or whatever mm-hmm. you hear the carolina fans you hear the state fans and then when chashevsky yeah. would show up everybody would boo oh that's <laughs> so that was smart. a big marketing thing i remember it's even, even yeah. when i was still working like at carolina mm. was like it's okay to wear red i remember yeah. that campaign when i wrote for what but used to be tar heel monthly yeah. and it's I, not okay yeah but it would well, that would if, be a big if, thing if it's, it's okay to wear red, red yeah. and like, well yeah it's, it's a big marketing red, campaign right like in 2002 when they went to the stanley cup as a complete surprise and lost to the red wings I remember working and going as a fan too, but mainly working and seeing that was the first breakthrough. Let's bring all the bandwagon people on. That was like, this is a fun event. Because it was five years old at that point. It was fi- And also, one thing that this town is consistent with is that it loves a good time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. So 2002 was a good time. It was time. a good time. And then the same thing happened in 2006 and 2009. The problem with the Canes, though, was when it wasn't 2002, it wasn't 2006, it wasn't 2009, you're looking at some of the worst years, Mm -hmm. worst to first. And then there was a weird Stockholm syndrome that occurred between 2009 and 2019, where I give Canes fans a lot of credit 
that the bottom didn't drop out until about year five of that playoff drought. It was just deja. Every season was the same. Yeah. It was just like. It, like they, they would get to the last week of the season and they would need yeah. a win mm-hmm. to get to the playoffs. So they right. were never bad enough to get good yeah. draft position, but you always knew they were probably going to miss the playoffs. And the na- <laughs> I do think the nadir of people just being, what the hell are we doing, was when in between the Kurt Muller, Bill Peters transition and Peters didn't even understand his own room. Now, as we come to find out, he just ended up being an a-hole, a problematic one at that. I think it helps to have a Brenda Moore is around too, as opposed to those dudes. Those dudes are like, those dudes were there's, super boring. There's lovable a-holes. There's levels too. There's levels to that. Sure, but to me, like when Bill Peters decided, oh no, I'm the smartest guy in the room, and I'm going to have co-captains. Like that to me was like, the, oh my god, do you just want to incinerate the fan base at this point in time? Which is exactly what he did. And then to your point about Brenda Moore. And being elevated to coach, He's and then now way Justin. more charismatic than Mueller or or Bill Peters. There's also Just a culture. <laughs> There's also a culture now yes. too. And Justin Williams coming into the fold I like adds him. to that. They hired from the Carolina family. That's if right. You hey, I see what That's you did a, there, Lauren. Yes. You know. right, so so why we're still on hockey before that would have been a perfect transition. It's, it's fine. Like to Hubert, but we're sitting here on on hockey, and Dominic I, wanted to talk about free agency and the last. <laughs> I don't know the, I'm the not last minute. It, let's move on to what you want to talk about because we can continue <laughs> well, to make this entire thing about hockey. But let's yeah. your issue with free agency? No, there's no issue. I just no. want to discuss it briefly. But we could just, do rapid fire. Yeah. He would. He, we just got the news while we were here oh, that the, the yeah. right the, the pickup for the six round pick and then um, ah yes another member of Sebastian Ajo's house of wayward fins. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So with exactly. Uh, is that what this Yoni, is? His, look, his name yeah. was extremely hard to pronounce. Yoni. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's uh, a big dude. Hocking yeah, six crap five. out of you, I think, is pretty much what real he's quick on be. that. Yeah. That's simply Hayden Fleury had two years left on his contract. Sure. He's possibly being exposed mm-hmm. to the expansion draft. They know yep. Ron Francis in Seattle is probably going to pick him up, so sure. you might as well get something in return. So sure. Yeah. So Chuck, I heard Chuck Caton did not take good. that job. Is that correct? As uh, the play-by-play, oh, the Kraken. Uh, aren't they the in Kraken? Seattle? Yeah. Well, you know, what's are they just doing a, a radio simulcast of the TV? I don't know. I mean, he said he was interviewing for the job movie. last I did I talked hear to him. Oh, that was a long time ago. Forsen yeah. got yeah. the job. Yeah. And I would imagine that they'll probably do a simulcast. Of yeah. That. So, yeah. Okay. I really like Chuck Caden. He's the way a nice it's guy. Going. Yeah, Chuck's, Chuck's the best. Yeah, Chuck, yeah, Chuck's a nice cat. So I want y'all's opinion on. Let's go back to college basketball <laughs> for okay. a second. I want your opinion on. Dom is disappointed now. He is. He'll be fine. So Lauren, what do you think? Hubert Davis higher. Good, bad, indifferent? I wouldn't say indifferent. I don't I definitely wouldn't say bad. I think it makes sense given the circumstances that they're in right now. As you talked about, the transfer portal is crazy mm-hmm. right now. And we just lost Walker Kessler. We sure. found that out before we came on air. And Auburn. Yeah. What <laughs> yeah. Bruce don't even get me started. Sure. He's I think he's got he's literally got a friend on the team. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So that's no, no, that's, no, that's, exactly that's the reason, it. right? Isn't I, his best yeah, friend on that was, team? There yeah. was speculation that one of his best friend who's on the Auburn yeah. team, there were gonna be a package deal on the transfer market. But it looks like he's just gonna go play with some people were like like yeah. some people were like, well, should we go to Auburn? He'll probably go to Gonzaga or something. Yeah. But after you just saw Mark Few gag a championship. Oh, oh my gosh. God. For the second time. <laughs> um, yeah. so they so Hubert Davis is inheriting not a mess necessarily, no. but it's a and there's still a lot like that's the thing. Like there's still so much transition. we don't know what this team is gonna look like. Right. Because... We have all the guards <laughs> and none of the big men. <laughs> Although think, are we sure that the guards are gonna be Is Leaky Black the tallest player on the team? No. Well, yes, yes. Well, unless oh, you wait, consider... because Walker Miller transferred, I forgot about right, that. But who... Sterling Manley transferred. What's the new guy again? Because oh, he's six eight. So we're, so the guy we're from talking Virginia. a lot about Oh like, McCoy. Justin, Justin McCoy. McCoy, he's six eight. We're talking a lot 
as far as the individual right. units on the team, yeah. and those are going to ebb and flow over time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, That's for the sure. thing. But right. go back to what does he do for the program in the long term? Well, and the only re- reason I even brought up the transfer portal is because I think Carolina needed to do something quickly, you and agree. they could not afford to sit around and wait for maybe we can really go after Mark Few or whoever after the champion. Like, they sure. needed to just go. Okay. And I think also they understood the fact that they're former players. It's very important to them that very. you – go inside the family, so Mm -hmm. to speak, and get a former player. And I think this obviously will lead to the least amount of transition. And this is somebody that I know Roy feels very strongly about. And at a certain point, if that's what Roy wants, if that's what former players want... I don't know anything about Hubert Davis as a coach because none of us can. Like, we're not there. We don't. I know he's coach JV. He was the lead recruiter on Cole Anthony. He was the lead recruiter. Yes, he's done a good job recruiting. I know that. I know that when he talks, he's very compelling and interesting and likable and charismatic and all of that good stuff. So that's all very good. Do I know anything about him as a coach? Nope. No, nobody does. Nothing. Because a lot of the decision calculus you've discussed was short-term decision. So what's going to be good for the next couple of years based upon the transition? That's my opinion on it. If he works out, awesome. Then you're all good. But if he doesn't, you can reevaluate in four years or whatever I'll disagree with the notion it's a short-term thing. No, it's just saying that a lot of the the, the points that that were made were about short-term decision calculus. In terms of like how quickly they had to make it. Yeah. Yes. I think the reason why it was so short was because Hubert Davis was always going to be the guy. I think um, he was. Roy, I'm not outright completely dismissing the transfer aspect of it. The right. reason why I think it went so short is because take an assessment of your coaching candidates. Yeah, no doubt. If you're staying within the family. Roy wants to go that way. Yeah. Like, there's nobody else that's super obvious yeah. at all there's in, no, in the Carolina there's no family. West. No. It's only Wes. And I, well, not even Wes. King Rice. So, you know, you, not even, I heard look, a little scuttle I mean, about Rashid Wallace. We've got, we've, we've Listen, got to the point now this where... This was driven by me, and I will continue to drive that bus. <laughs> yeah. What, Rashid Wallace? Yeah. I like Rashid. So, well, Look. apparently, I don't know if he ever got his degree, but apparently, you have to to even oh. be an assistant. S- Sydney he never Lowe. came back, huh? S- Sydney Lowe got a quick degree and got to be the coach. Oh yeah, so that whatever. wouldn't take him long. But but so yeah. this is all this is all overthinking the situation. It's fairly obvious Roy Williams wanted Hubert Davis to be the next head coach. Yes, yeah. and as being in the program for nine years, seeing success of Jawan Howard with no prior head coaching experience. Go to Michigan and have success. Patrick Ewing, no prior head coaching experience. Go to Georgetown, well, started to have success. And then success you can. Com- success is debatable for him, but yeah. Well, for Patrick yeah. Ewing. They went on that run, but that's about it. Yeah, but. They have not been very good. But know, yeah. I can tell you a lot of ACC teams that would like to go on a run. Well, Let me ask you a question. My, but my, but my point is, without, without any <laughs> obvious. I know people bring up Wes Miller, but what's. Do you telling me Wes Miller's ready for the big time? I didn't know. I think he needs a transition. That's part of why I say. But he I'm can not get see, right. He's I'm been not, a coach for a decade, a listen, head coach. This isn't me saying it's. I'm not saying that they're thinking about this when they're doing this. But I think if Wes is able to get a job in the in, like in between the two, at least, like at Auburn, something like that, something <laughs> right. that's why a wasn't bigger he the deal. Wake Forest coach, right? I, that's a good question because he's, he's a Carolina guy. He should be the well, Notre Dame coach. That didn't work out last <laughs> time. Let's stay away from that. I don't know. It's pretty easy to me. If he wanted that Wake Forest job, he could have gotten that damn Wake Forest job. I just don't. I don't know that. Not well, no, that's what, not that's, the issue. But, but then yeah. that's because his dad. his dad is a Wake Forest guy, big time. So that's not the issue. Okay. The issue there, in my opinion, is that if you're going to step up, if you're Wes Miller, that ain't the one you want to step up to because that job is not an no, easy job, and he knows fine. that better than anybody. But yeah. the, the the idea that. Hubert Davis is any more of a risk than any other name that we just mentioned, I think is something that I will die on that hill. So I I don't know if Hubert's going to work out, but what's to tell, what's, 
how are you tell me Wes is? No, I don't but, know that. Right, Chris Holt, we and, just I, don't and, then, know. and then if you go outside of the family, yeah. who's out there that really is Besides a surefire? I don't even I don't even know if Fuse a thing. Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens is never going back to college. Yeah, he would be stupid too. So that's imagine but, trying to thread the needle of getting an, a sitting NBA coach yeah. to take your college job with all the contract matches. But it is that were the college job. Oh, I don't disagree with you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the problem is, there's no the coach out there to that's take true. it. There right. is no Roy Williams. Yeah. That's obvious. That's the sad. To take right. it. There was always an obvious candidate in the yeah, past. Always. Had well, then, then let me yeah. ask you this: you you brought up Jawan Howard. I think Phil Martelli makes a huge difference in that staff, and yeah. I don't know if Hubert's going to have a Phil because I don't know if Steve Robinson is staying. I I what I'm because they haven't announced that yet. Right? Seems to be that he's trying to court people from different eras of Carolina basketball. He already got Jeff Lebo to say yes. Right. Mm-hmm. King Rice he offered. Which is. And King Rice has been coaching Monmouth for one. how many years? That's an interesting. Right. Oh. That's one that if I were King Rice, I might be like. But if I didn't know you better, I might say a bad word. Because we're together, they were friends. Yeah, yeah. And, so he and probably the, wouldn't say things. that. But right. I know what he wants to keep Sean. May. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he wants to bring Sean up mm-hmm. and I hope keep Kendall. I was no. He no. already let them him go. Kendall's gone. That yeah. one surprised me. I'm with you on that one. And I look. I have. That's the thing. We have no idea what goes on behind the scenes. We have well, no idea what these assistant coaches if, are really like. If, from if there's one thing know. that I will push back on, I don't like this idea that you have to go and. This this is not Star Wars. You're trying to like you're not trying to find balance in the force. You're going to try to go and find <laughs> I the that. best coaches. Sure. I understand that. So you bring up Phil Martelli. Yeah. What's Phil Martelli's connection to Michigan? I don't think he has one. No. Well, but that's but not, he probably I, has a connection to Juwan. He's at talking some point, about right? like I know what he's no no like I know what you're saying the wizened assistant. And if you're the, not right. going to have Steve, then so what are you? Is different right. than any other position in the country. Why? Um, because it's more of a culture more because, than a job. Because Clint's a fan. Oh, Dean Smith. Wasn't like born in I Chapel get that, Hill, but right? he's the one that created that culture. I understand from. what you're and saying. Emporia so you State, can, you can so you can create, you can put your own mark on that culture sure. from an outside force. Absolutely, you good can. coaches will go and get the ones who they know will help them. I'll even invoke Herb Sendek started to turn the corner Ooh. around when he got was it um, Arizona State? No, Larry Hunter. <laughs> No, was it Larry Hunter? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I yeah, think it was Larry so. Hunter from Western Carolina. R.I.P. Gottfried's so, best years so were with uh, Bobby Lutz on Bobby staff. Bobby Lutz was on yeah. staff. So, hey, so. we, you like Leonard Hamilton? But Leonard Hamilton really Stan. made the turnaround mm-hmm. when Stan Jones yeah. came on to basically handle the offensive stuff. It was, you don't need the Carolina family thing. Just go get the guys that. So that's what Hubert said he's going to do, though. So that's no, I mean, but it's if the, you don't have a connection. That's what I'm saying. He said he's going to stick to the family, so that's why we're talking. Well, it's okay. So it's a mob mentality, right? We're we're spending a lot of time talking about. Just the Carolina coaching situation. And I know that's very, very (laughs) clean. But this is a question. Every time we talk about college basketball, I ask this, and I haven't got a satisfactory answer to this question. Okay. Is the ACC no longer the dominant conference in college basketball? Because it seems like right now they're mediocre across the board. Well, right now, but this you mean like in college basketball right? or yeah. in ge- or in both sports? As as in no, just college basketball. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the thing about it is the Big Ten had it right there for them. It, yeah. At a certain point, and yes, do Carolina and Duke win most of the ACC titles? Yes. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. But at the same time, like if you have as a league haven't had a team win one for twenty one years, like Oof. that's bad. And right. in college football, it'd be even worse. Like I'm, we don't do that with college basketball as so much mm-hmm. because of the randomness of the tournament. I, I get, get that. It. But, when, when was, but uh, that's not a good, especially when you get however many teams in. They got what was like nine. 
Yeah, I mean, we get oh, one to the final four. Like it's a it, bad it, look, man. It was not it a, a vintage. It was not that. a vintage ACC year. No, yeah, it wasn't sure. a good year for sure. No. Yeah. But it was that, also a very COVID different. thing, or is it that just be. because I don't know? It's, it's, not, it, the, the, it's not a COVID thing, though. I, I, well, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know. There's also been an odd. There's also been. We're going through what any league will go through, or any sport will go through, and that we're transitioning off of legendary coaches. Right. Some of the older ones are. We're about five to six years removed when you looked at all the freaking AC, like the Hall of Fame coaches that mm-hmm. were in the ACC, sure. along sure. with an up-and-coming guy like Tony Bennett at Virginia. I love Tony yeah. Bennett. Yeah. So, Tony's great. Yeah, I yeah. thought you hated Tony Bennett. No, I like Tony Bennett. So I you got like Roy. Just hate Virginia basketball. I just like Virginia. You got Roy <laughs> retiring. Yeah. We don't know how much longer Mike Krzyzewski has. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Jim Beheim has kind of. Jim Beheim's outlasting all of them. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's going to be there as long as Buddy's like, there. He's, oh, he's got one more oh, He'll be there right? longer than that. Okay. I'll put money on it. And Beheim, Beheim. Is oddly he loves morphed into this team that you don't expect anything in the regular <laughs> and season, they, and yeah. then they come oh. to ruin everything. And then they like do that's, that's it's so, hard yeah, it's to it's hard to get ready for, yeah, yeah. for sure, a day or two. It's, a, it's right. jarring yeah. when you're in the ACC. You're used to it yeah, a little exactly. more. Yeah. So, yeah. Play them yeah. once or twice yeah. a year. So there's some transition stuff that happens to every conference. I've seen this in football too. Mm-hmm. So I look. It was an uncharacteristic down year. I think the ACC is going to transition into all the other transfer stuff that we've seen that mm. other conferences have to deal with that's it'll the, be fine that's the equalizer a little bit though right is that we're seeing this across college basketball we're like yeah. tons of guys are transferring they end up in different leagues or sometimes within their own league and mm-hmm. it's just well they're saying may 10th is the last day yeah that's what they're saying right so i think so the- well i know that it is for football because i know mac yeah. was referencing that right mac brown was referencing that about oh we got to make sure that after the spring game like everybody's still happy because we know assume. that somebody could still transfer I would just assume that it was on. It would be on the same schedule. Is that not a thing that they would do? It would just be split between college basketball and college Probably football? Probably split. That's what, really yeah. weird. But okay. I don't know. Okay, so we talked about this before we started. What do you guys think about the Dave Dorn extension to 2025? Since yes. from, from the state guy. We'll start with the state guy first. I mean, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Tell, ask state fans if he's yeah. a state guy. Because he gets uh, worse. State, actually, I think state fans have actually come to a better understanding of what I do than say Carolina fans do yeah. um, well that's probably oh true. for you yeah that's yeah true. I that's think true. I think state fans have understood like I talk about state the way they talk about state just out loud I don't this isn't a thing like yeah. it's a couple things are going on here one Dave Doran's contract was going through 2023 for recruiting purposes you cannot have a coach with a contract yeah. that comes, goes until 2023 that sure. could be used against you unless you're pretty sure you're firing him and they're definitely not and they're, they're not going to fire him. There's, so. no, there's no reason to fire him. Yeah. Number two, and this is something that Joe Giglio, my co-host, pointed out, Debbie Yao, the previous AD, was a real big fan of bonuses in contracts. Okay. Oh, did you win nine games? Here's a $150,000 bonus. Did mm. you win the division? Here's a whatever bonus. She loved bonuses. Don't bring up divisions when you're talking about that. Yeah. Boo Corrigan, the new AD, does not like these contracts. So... He recently did this with Kevin Keats, and we didn't really think much of it, but a lot of that was restructuring how the deal okay, works. Okay, that makes sense. More guaranteed money. Like, it's going to mm-hmm. work. And Kevin Keats ain't going to sign that contract unless there's something in it for him, but there's less of this bizarre bonus structure stuff. Okay. And it looks like that's how things are playing out with this new Doran contract. All it's doing is extending the ultimate terms of the deal just by two more years. Now, if you wanted to get into what do I think of Dave Doran as a coach, okay, that's a separate con- conversation. But as far as this contract is concerned, it's a nothing burger. This is just business yeah. as usual. But does a college he deserve program. to be extended if it wasn't the right thing to do for recruiting? I think so. Yeah. After this past season, this, yeah. yeah, he did a hell of a job this sure. past season, and they've yeah. also identified this upcoming year as a year in which, not that they're gonna 
win the coastal, but like they could win yeah. another Maybe eight Atlanta. or nine games this upcoming season. <laughs> okay. So they've got a, they're really into their defense. They've got depth on defense. Yeah. And really the X factor comes down to can Devin Leary take that step that so many people believe he can take and obviously stay healthy. Because mm-hmm. uh, his the defense- expectation about- for state football. What, what, Probably what like in general or like this year? What, no, just in general. What, so, what do they hope for uh, on a well, year-to-year basis? To beat Florida State like to win a bowl question. game. And I just hear eight or nine wins mm-hmm. as, you know, that's awesome. Okay, great. Dom, as that's long as they're big for mediocrity. The thing is, though, like that's, that's not, not mediocrity in this college football. That's not mediocrity. It's really not. The best you can hope for if you're not one of the perennial programs that are getting all the recruits is – you can hope you catch lightning in a bottle and get to 10. I think that's, that's it. I like, think that's, that's funny. Feeling. I think that's funny that the general attitude for something like that is mediocrity. That just sounds to me like that's like opposing fan talk, mm. right? Oh, no, no, I'm not an opposing fan. No, I, I know. No, 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 no. Like, but I, when I, I hear like, that, don't, when I, don't, don't they want to compete for a national championship? Sure, yes. everybody would love to. Well, I would right. love to have a million dollars, but I ain't gonna. I would love to have my hair back. Like, but the, that's the, not happening. The juggernaut that has been built, like the juggernauts that have been built at some of these places, yeah. especially in Alabama. Alabama is yeah. probably a level above even a Clemson, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. didn't For think sure. it was, I didn't think the disparity was that wide, but I think it is pretty wide. Like 95% of college football programs mm-hmm. should kill yeah. Yeah. for a team that wins on average eight times eight a year. Yeah, sure. yeah, when I saw so that gets to a tossed game. out disparagingly, so, I was like, uh. So to answer your question, <laughs> yeah, what are the expectations? You. I know what that is. To right. answer your question, what are the expectations for NC State? I would sure. also make the same argument for North Carolina. I can I tell you what my expectations are. Uh-oh. For what, North Carolina? North Carolina. But yeah. don't do this because you know Which better. Which is what? No, my expectation okay. this year alone it would be 10 wins. Okay. That's... But here's the thing. They've built to that point. Sure. Right. So... State and Carolina are in a position where can you keep it in between the ditches for three years Mm. and build towards a year in which you can make that jump? And State has done that from time to time. The problem is they're not patient with their coaches to allow them to have the second time. So my argument with Doran Howe has always been Mm -hmm. he's not the most lovable coach, but there's a stability about him that they can – build back up to a point where they can have a breakthrough season. Okay. And the thing is, you can always do way worse than Dave Doran. Just try it. And you'll find out like they have. Okay. I really don't understand this. So (laughs) the college coaches are getting paid millions of dollars. They might not be getting paid saving money. Right. Nobody's. But they're getting paid a lot of money. And obviously, like you said, they're not getting enough time. A lot of college coaches aren't getting enough time to actually Mm -hmm. develop a program. So the expectation seems to be a lot higher than mediocrity. So why can't other schools develop programs like Alabama, mm-hmm. like Clemson, like Ohio State, who seem to be constantly competing for national championships. <sighs> Why are those the only three schools that and, and Oklahoma money? seem to be? Well, every school has some yeah, money. Oklahoma's here that way. I don't get it. And, I'll, tell and you person, I'll tell so. you something that Steve Logan who used to do radio with us mm. back in the day, yeah. the, uh, the old ECU coach. He always said it was a want to factor. Mm-hmm. It's a want to factor. Do you want your program to be this? But that's not always a recipe for success. Texas A&M will be an interesting test case in this way because they have a billion dollars to spend. But especially A&M has so much money, it's unreal. It has a lot of money. Texas does too, but A&M apparently has all these like oil money boosters. They're the ones that gave Jimbo Fisher what was like 70-something million guaranteed. All guaranteed. Private school. That's unheard of. Mm -hmm. So there's two factors at play (laughs) here. There's the want-to factor and the money that goes behind with it. Mm -hmm. So all those schools that you just mentioned, there's a want 
to and the money that goes back the with it. However, as Texas, as Lauren pointed out with Texas A&M or Texas, who's mm-hmm. wandering through the wilderness post Mac Brown trying to find the next coach. That gets to issue number two. Basketball and football. There's only so many Nick Sabans out there. Right. Yeah. There's only so many Urban Myers out yeah. there. You're shrugging your shoulders like these coaches aren't geniuses. Like we see this in the NFL too. We'll, we'll, well put it I on mean, your level. Nick Saban wasn't an, a, a genius in, in the, the NFL. NFL. Well, That's it's, different. Because like Lovey Smith. Because certain. Think about what Lovey Smith just did. Like mm-hmm. Lovey Smith yeah. just went and stunk it up at Illinois, and then basically complained about. Oh, they they don't run X Y Z in the college. Okay, yeah. then don't coach then at the college level right. if you don't know how to coach. Because the, college. the college. Yeah. NFL are two different. completely Very different. different sports. Yeah. Very. Different. They're two totally different sports. Yeah. With totally different things. There's way more. There's way more like. There's way more similarity at the pro level. Not in a bad way. It is what it is, right? Like those guys can run the same types of the similar. Yeah, like if you want to, if you want to make an argument about Urban Meyer and whether he's going to be successful at Jacksonville, this is a guy who didn't realize free agency. There was no honor amongst free agency. That's a problem to (laughs) me. Yeah, yeah. But Urban Meyer is a college coach. I ain't putting it past him. I'm not like, look. To say Nick Saban didn't work out in the NFL, there's a variety of reasons why you might not work out in the NFL. The organization might not be very good. You got ownership issues. You got all sorts of stuff. Salary there's cap. Salary caps, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's like a lame, I don't know. Yeah, but could Nick Saban go to UVA and build a yes. national championship Yes, yes because Look if they had the money, order. if they had the money to invest Absolutely. into the money. Yeah. Uh, UVA's got money, though. Yeah, but not that kind of money. Yeah. Not Alabama money. And plus, they're too principled. Well, that's the other that's thing, the too. They have, they have higher <laughs> academic standards. <laughs> They'd be like, are we lowering our standards? Nick Saban would be like, get out of here. If he hasn't been anything in a while. And they would be very thirsty for something like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's 100%. So what do you guys think about the Sam Howell for Heisman stuff? Makes sense. Yeah. So I got to be careful here. But No, you don't. <laughs> Listen, I have the bona fides here a little bit because I yeah. grew up going to Carolina football games. Sure. And I think you know this as well as I do. Like, hope with Carolina football is a dangerous thing. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to it say. It really, really I is. I am not saying this to rain on anyone's parade. Yeah, speaking of Virginia. I'm not. Yeah. But uh, you know it's true. It is true. Like, and it's sad. They're gonna have maybe this year. will endear me to Carolina football, Carolina Twitter in general. Yeah. But I still remember the feeling as like, however old I was, probably like what fourteen or something like that, thirteen or fourteen, when they played Florida State in that game, and we were there the whole day in the lead up. And I remember thinking like, this is the moment. This mm-hmm. is it. This is where it happens. And then just getting kicked in the face. Yeah. It as, and yeah. I was just like, this is as good as it ever gets, isn't it? Yeah. This is it. Yeah. And then Mac Brown left. Yeah. And now, so I. Yeah. And to, to be fair, if you want to endear yourself to Carolina Twitter, just start a GoFundMe to <laughs> re to bring back Spankies. Okay. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Spankies. See, that's a good spot. Everything on Franklin Street's closed. I probably now. bring yeah. back Spankies, but listen. Ooh, good. Just, can we get a shout you out? shut your mouth. That's a really good <laughs> look. Bring back hands. I love me some. Oh, Ooh, okay. Ham? Actually, can we just bring back the original Pepper's Pizza and the shit? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Can I tell you guys a funny story listen. about Pepper's Pizza? Uh-oh. So I used to work at the music store right next door. Okay. We shared a wall with peppers right okay so julius peppers came into our store one day peppers he, came to peppers he used to come into our store oh, yeah, all the that's time the thing. that's yeah. the thing that would happen because yeah. he was in school when i was yeah he yeah. used to come into our store all the time so you, uh, you guys don't know how music stores were set up <laughs> you you walk into that store you have a little aisle down the middle you got cds going up this way cds yeah. going up this way so you have to look at a little tree right so this dude <laughs> there's a rat that lived in with the walls between Peppers I'm and sorry, our store. What? This is absolutely true And rats true story. don't eat CDs. This is absolutely <laughs> true story. So there was a rat that lived, and we tried to catch him so many times. So Julius Peppers was in the store one day. I that, Peppers? That hence is why Not they're good. closed. All right, so Julius Peppers was in the store one day, and we were sitting there talking, and it was new release day, so we had all these empty boxes, and we heard the rat. Mm. We 
It came out from under oh, one of the no. little end caps. Julius grabbed the top of the little CD rack, jumped, hurdled this some bitch like six feet, <laughs> hurdled it. I threw in the box. He slammed it on top of the rack. Awesome! It was a great day. <laughs> That's a hall of famer. It Dude, was fantastic. <laughs> I'll never forget what it was like to see him around on He's campus. He's fucking like, huge. That's the only guy that we would we see around on campus. We'd all be like, "Oh my god, it's Julius." Peppers. Yeah, you yeah. should have it's Julius Peppers. He's a hall of famer. You you heard about Keyshawn Silver? Came in at 255, uh-huh. now he's 306, and I he did. wants to play, wants wants to play, play basketball. basketball. Which I was intrigued by on a number Unbelievable. of levels. Unbelievable. Yeah, Mac was talking about that, and I'm like, 306, huh? Yeah. 255 <laughs> came in last year. Yeah. 255 gained 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. What there's another, does he play? I think it's Des Evans yeah. wants to play as well, and I yep. think there's at least one other that, yep. that does. All right. And, yeah, you're not going to you're not gonna skip out on a question. Okay, so no, <laughs> I, look, I like Sam a lot. I think Sam is special. Yes. Like, I legit do. If I have concerns for Sam, it's both that he... There's questions at the running back spot. Yes. And those are big ones for me because I think Javante was special. Javante Williams was Man, if super special guy. It made me so happy to watch him every um, Saturday. <laughs> but that's not to say that Sam can't make something out of – they've got plenty of talent left at receiver. Josh Downs is going to be yeah. electric. I think Bo like Corrales. what we saw in the bowl game was really impressive. Yeah, for sure. From them because I thought – honestly, I thought that I they thought would we get, get crushed. I out. thought they would get crushed because I was like to miss all these – to miss those two, there's no way. Two, yeah, yeah more than Daz two. But like on the offensive end too, especially with with Diami with Michael with without Michael, Michael and, and, Javante and Javante, and that was the Chasserette. big one for me because the other running backs have barely even played, and right. so you're like, okay, there's no way. And to go against a defense like that that had a lot of talent and to do what they did, played like well. I was, yes, Sam has a lot of moxie. I like the kid. I think he's definitely different, and I think he's special. What will it translate to? I don't know. I think they just need to not do the dumb. Mm-hmm thing and lose to the team they shouldn't lose to yeah. and then they'll have as good a, he'll have Mike as good Wake a chance Forest. as anybody but that's but whoever so Virginia wait, like if we played Wake Forest this year favorite. okay so okay. we play a terrible schedule this year mm. that's good terrible schedule yes which is good because we're we're going to start out higher in the rankings in the national rankings okay. it's going to give us a better chance to make a better bowl yeah. as long as we beat Clemson and we have a stretch where we play Wait. Duke Florida State and Miami you know if we have oh. to play Clemson in the Excuse championship that, that would be the only time we played Clemson let's see so Don't do this though. Just wait. I know. But I know you're not. I'm I know. just saying. I bought season tickets. Listen. Oh wow. I know. I get it's it. the first time I've ever done it. I think North Carolina is <laughs> going to have the same exact year that they had last year. You think? You yeah. think? Yeah. Really? I hope. I hope for their sake that's not true because that would. I mean, if we can yeah. go ten and what ten and two, ten and three, thirteen games, twelve games. They actually. The, thirteen my, games. My concern actually wouldn't be with it. Wouldn't be with Sam Howell specifically. Actually, it would be with Phil Longo. That's fair. <laughs> And it's fair though, Lauren. I do I do think there are times though they got rid of the Larry Fedora, like gosh. what the hell oh are you gosh. doing right Worst yeah. play caller right. besides Bill O'Brien. That's I've what ever I'm saying. There are, t- there are times there were times there were times with North Carolina last year where I wondered what are we doing here? What what is your philosophy? Sure. Why what explain to me your process why you decided to go with this in the red zone. hundred percent. That's not on that. Sam Howell. No. I'd be curious to see what kind of if they re assess how they went at red zone decision making or even early That's definitely or fair. early play calling decisions like yo you got this dude sweep the leg now sweep the I, leg johnny That's i right. never understood why they would start out conservatively sometimes no. you gotta just go out there and, well, and start hot but hey look I they, they know more than i do i Listen. always want somebody to go out there I, just, I always want sam howell to go out first play to be play action carol's gonna, gonna win football games 
56-50. Yeah, like, that's, that's how you problem. have to go and win. Actually be significantly be better actually, next year. They said, uh, so I heard. Like, significantly. Who was it oh, that said? So. I think it was. The offense, I still have questions about. Not Sam, but the running backs and the offensive sure. line. I think, sure. it was, I think it was Ross Martin mm-hmm. that said, if Sam Howell wasn't on this team, the defense would be the talk right Fair. now. Fair. And I yeah. hope that's the case. Let's, yeah, that's not unfair yeah, at all. Let's hope so. I hope that's the case because we need some of that in our life because we haven't had that. That's in the a thing very too is, is in that bowl game. What impressed me almost as much as anything until it got to the fourth quarter. I think they got like a little tired out. Yeah. Was the defensive sure. youth and the yeah. talent that they? Sh- I was like, whoa, hello! Yeah. I didn't know that guy could do that. Or I'm whatever. sorry, I zoned out. I mean, it, it's it the third period, right? Well, I, it, I'm still <laughs> trying to figure out what her name is. She's on IMDb. That, what? Is this filmed at Lake Norman? No, that's in uh, that's in Winston Salem, I believe. The lake is. The lake is. No, that the Marley Drug is based in Winston Salem. Right. We don't know is is where the commercial. Are we sure this is for everybody Lake that's wondering, no. watching the Hurricanes game in yeah. the background, and yeah, it's you the start of the Norman. third period with the Marley Drug Look, commercial. Yeah, all I know yeah. is that they picked the perfect person for this commercial. <laughs> yeah, of course they did. Um, it, like the late thirties, early forties, something. She's she's got an IMDb IMDb page, and but she's from. Winston-Salem, too, I think. I don't know that, I think but... I've been trying to find her. No, just to real? find out who the hell she is. Yeah. a lot like Norman, for sure. Because my contention is she's probably done some softcore. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, she hasn't. We no? looked it up. Okay, oh. okay. You will have to share afterwards, mm. but... <laughs> so I just I, your attention gets dragged away it, it during does. the course. Of it's that an effective commercial. ad. It, it bought and I asked from I asked my 13 year old, what do you think this commercial is for? Uh-oh. Yeah. And, and he's like, bathing suits. He's like, I don't know. He's like, no, just guess. What do you think this commercial is for? He goes, hair restoration. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's fantastic. And my That's response fantastic. to my response to him was, it does restore something, <laughs> but it's not hair. Not anything you need to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Lauren, what's yes. your prediction for Carolina wins, Wes? I think like... Football or basketball? Football. <laughs> They'll be the same. Wow. I'm not going to go that Let's far into Joe. the pessimism hole. It's not the maximum amount of pain. You don't understand this. No. It's not the maximum amount of pain for Carolina football fans if they don't get close uh, without falling true. short. So uh, I'm going to go nine. Okay. Because they'll that be the one right. dumb one. So nine yeah. is why If they hadn't yeah. lost this so one. So we lose yeah. to Wofford at the end of the year. That's why I said that's why I said Carolina's going to have the same exact Wait, year they had last year. And what I mean, you go, why did you think? Oh, don't say. Can you explain how you lost that Florida State game? No. Again? Like that game. It was okay, I referenced. I, I shouldn't have it piled sucks. on Virginia. I should have referenced no, Florida, Florida State. State game. I mean, no. no business. It didn't. We no had no business losing that game. That is one million percent. That was the only FBS team they beat. Yeah, I do too. So, As I, mean, I said, man, we're, he's better than Larry Fedora. I'll give him that. Oh, easily. Yeah, I'll no, give he's him an that. upgrade. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, Larry Fedora was terrible. Everybody. I think Phil, to be fair to him, had a great problem in the in theory. In mm-hmm. that, yes, you have the special quarterback in Sam, but you also have two dominant running backs. Mm-hmm. Run the dang so, ball, man, right? But you said he started off too conservative, like. You no, have those about, two guys. I was actually like, about Redstone situations. Well, sometimes. but yeah, I'm just saying, like, you have those two guys. Yeah. You also don't want to get too cute. So there's a balancing act you I mean, have it to wasn't, do. It wasn't uh, What's-His-Face with Larry Fedora. Who was the running back? Oh, now, Larry. Now, now the name oh, escaped Oh, Gio. Uh, he was 225, the... man. I just don't Plus, understand Plus, I'm concerned it. with Phil Longo because he DM'd me. What? Uh-oh. He Wait. De- he de- no, I don't even follow him. And he DM'd me. I think I heard some, you talk about Like, this. hype thing Carolina yes. football's come like, like why are you this. why are you dming me I'm okay so oh one. at pit well there you go oh yes that's, that, the, that's, dub- yeah. Yeah. that's the one yeah. mm-hmm. can, we, can we go back to geo for a minute i, I, I love he just signed with my husband's team yeah and yeah, i am he's, heartbroken he's, yeah. about yeah. Well, do you, he he gets a, do you get do you think he gets his ring now 
He does not it's get a, a raise. Well, with, well with Brady. Are you trying to envision yeah. a world for me where I have to watch the Buccaneers win another Super Bowl, Tom Brady? Yeah, because I, mean, I can't. Possible. Can you certainly I, possible? I Remember, really he's a Bucks. He's he's a Bills fan, Lauren. So he doesn't like Tom Brady. I do not mm. like Tom Brady. <laughs> I do <laughs> Geo though. And I love a, And Dre's a Steelers yeah. fan. So and I love neither a lot one. of guys on that team, which <laughs> yeah. is also very difficult for me. Like on the Bucks right now. Yeah. I do, just do you like, hate your husband? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> no. To be fair, <laughs> well, I did not mind the Buccaneers <laughs> at okay. all Until, before they signed Tom Brady. Uh, yeah, but then my husband leaned the all top. the way into it. He's got my kid wearing Tom Brady stuff. Uh, this is are they vegan yet? Oh no! Yeah, I told him I was like, "You gotta adopt the Tom Brady diet now." If this is, what, is this where you're gonna go, you better lean all the way in. Lean so like everything about Tom Brady. No more it's strawberries. Just, <laughs> it's like of all the indignities of 2020, I had to suffer through the Bucks season, and I can't. You know what? You just reminded me that it's possible I have to endure another. Hey, so. look! At least you have Sam Darnold on the Panthers to beat the Bucks. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Oh Charlotte, I went on Charlotte Radio today. Kyle Did Bailey you? had yeah. me on. Yeah. Oh, God. And no. he was asking me about the Sam Darnold thing. And I was oh like, my. I just said, why? I said, who's the better quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater or Sam Darnold? Teddy Bridgewater. And he says, Sam Thank Darnold. And that's I said, stupid. I said, no, he's, I said, <laughs> no, he's that's not. That's new money. That's the new toy talking. And, I, that and is I actually, not right. my response to him was, I'm like, oh, so I guess you've been gaslit by the organization, too. Is he a Jets fan? No. <laughs> I mean, look. It's, it's, I don't know. It's complicated the, the, when we talk the, about The question yeah. is, who's most likely to finish the season as a starting quarterback? And I think whoever the stir, third Whoever the backup is. is yeah, whoever the, Teddy Bridgewater is not going to be on this team. Teddy, two yeah. clubs. No, he's yeah, yeah. traded. He's going to get traded by the draft. What they can get. They'll probably like the try to Vikings get back. They'll probably try to get but back would, what they lost yeah. in the Sam Darnold deal, which wasn't a lot. Second, but other than that. Yeah. But I think that's what they're trying to get back. I don't like giving up a second ever. You should have traded him for a pack of gum and some second for I agree. I agree with you. Yeah, I think Sam Darnold ever done in the NFL. Nothing. It's all. It's all. He's a part of a great meme. To be fair, he really is. Him and Mark Sanchez. (laughs) Which which I give. I give the. I I give credit. I laugh every time I see it. I do give credit to the Panthers for leaning into the mono graphic because they flipped them. You know, they out indefinitely from New York, and they. Oh, I forgot about the indefinitely. It was very good. No, it's they. I think the, the Panthers are going to be right back in this it. position next year looking at being foul for Howell. That's where we're going to be. What? Is that a new thing? Is, are I'm you starting that? Hold on. Please so don't. hashtag foul for foul Howell. Foul for Howell. Is, is, so how, how are we spelling this, Joe? No. F-O-U-L. Is that? Yeah. It has to be F-O-U-L. Yeah, F-O-U-L. Otherwise, you're talking Howell. like chicken. Yeah, gonna be hey, chicken. I just wanted to be poultry. clear here. Yeah, so foul, foul for Howell. Okay, Get with I love it. Let's start it. Going ham for Sam. Recognize. No, ham is good sometimes. All right. Like going ham. We're, we're, t- we're talking about things that are horrible about Carolina teams. Why the hell can't Hurricanes handle the Red Wings this year? What the hell is going on? Are the Red we're Wings, we're watching they... the game right now. It's in the third period. Are the Red Wings from Florida? The, 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 the Red Wings just scored. I don't if, know why. We're, we're three and Florida, four against them. If the team is from Florida... That's what this is. What Rod Brindamore has to do: convince his team that this is actually they're from Detroit, Florida. Mm. <laughs> to be right. fair, there are probably a lot of Red Wings fans that live in Florida. Probably, now. yeah. Probably. I, what I don't understand is that they just gave up half their team in Detroit, and they're yeah. still beating mm. Carolina. Sometimes they're just teams like that. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, it's a it weird makes thing. no sense. It's frustrating. I'm not saying it makes it's any sense. Frustrating. You know. Yeah. One one more NFL note: Y'all heard that Edelman's retiring. Yeah. I did see that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Look, he was great for my fantasy team. Yeah, for a really long time. 
You're not going to take it there, are you? Just my fantasy team. Oh, okay. I'm not a Patriots fan. No, I was going to say, don't ask if he's a Hall of Famer. No, he's definitely no, not a Hall of Famer. Thank you. Oh, that's no, a no, dumb Because no, 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 as of no, no, this no. recording, that's what he's a week's Wes worth of ESPN is going to be. He's Wes Welker, and Wes yeah. Welker's not a Hall of Famer. Correct. So, but he's, he Although Wes is probably a little closer. Wes is closer because he's yeah. 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 just. But he doesn't have yeah. a Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP like Edelman does. That's very true. David Gibbons also true. You could go through the list of Super Bowl. good. Dwight Smith. So we guys, and we've had you guys on for, it's over an hour now. So we wanted to talk about your 919 Beer Podcast. Okay. Dominic had some questions. Because Dominic, we, as we talked about before the show. Lauren has hosted he's, the 919 Beer. Uh, a couple I'm times. But okay. yeah, I'm not he, really bougie. He's a bougie beer guy. I feel guy. like my beer tastes aren't fancy enough to go like, to host either. that podcast. I drink PBR on the golf course. Okay, see, I'm not there. Yeah, and I like Red Oak. Oh, oh, I love Red Oak's great. Red Oak's yeah, my favorite. I went to the I new have space it on draft recently. right now. I like the, it's uh, awesome. Their yeah. beer garden is insane. So great. Yeah. Just, I like the Munich lager. It's 500 yeah. miles away from That's you guys, good. though. Yeah, the Hellas Lager is good too. It's twenty minutes from my house. I really, I don't think I've had a beer at Red Oak that I dislike. My Hellas Lager, Hummingbird is what I've discovered in doing the Nine One Nine Beer Podcast is that the Red Oak drinker is not a typical craft beer drinker. See, that's what we heard from your glass jug drinker. That's but that's what we hear from your glass jug guy. He said I, the same thing. Yeah. I, I, it, that doesn't make sense what to me because mean? what does that mean? So the yeah, craft beer drinker too. is the craft beer drinker is the IPA drinker because to me the IPA so drinker is really just the pumpkin spice my, latte. My for basic white dudes. My understanding of Red Oak, and it's not just from the it's not just from Chris over at yeah. Glass Jug. Yeah, it's in talking to other people in distribution and mm-hmm. Red Oak early on in the craft beer scene became the de facto tap at a lot of restaurants and well, it's sure. like red oak i'll put it like this red oak is the equivalent of the same person who only drinks budweiser mm. i don't think that's true though what? the red oak drinker is the red oak drinker typically but, on a consumer level but i drink red oak but yeah. the the reason i drink red oak is because i love a quality bavarian alt beer i was gonna say i like german beer yeah, yeah. yeah. But, consu- but consumer like i like red again i yeah. this is this was shocking to me when they explained this to me because i asked like I, well, I think well, how come we wrong. haven't talked to red oak on the beer podcast and the ad and the attitude was the red oak drinker isn't your typical craft beer drinker. Well, do you want to like, know why the oh, typical craft beer brewery brews mostly ipas it's takes a shorter amount of time yeah. to actually get them mm. through fermentation. Yeah. And they sell more often and they can charge more for the beer. Yeah. Sure. Which means that but a the lot of breweries craft... themselves actually make more money off of the IPAs. Which so they sense. downplay the lager because the lager But takes... that's changed. Mm-hmm. That's no, changed. it hasn't. It really are hasn't. Are you doing the podcast? No, I'm not doing are, the are podcast. Are you doing the but I have, beer podcast? But are you I have talking a lot to of friends that actually brew. Yes. Okay. I'm telling you that a lot of these breweries are transitioning to lagers because the lagers have actually become the differentiator between what is a good brewery and a bad brewery. Because I agree well, sure, with you. But the flagship is typically the IPA. How much of that is how much of that is consumer driven and how much is that a brewery driven? It's it's consumer driven, but it's all because it's also profit driven. Okay. Because you only have so many gallons that you can ferment at a time. Yeah. And if you can turn it over faster and sell it faster, mm-hmm. then you're more you're more likely to put your effort into that. Not effort into that, but you're utilizing that as a means to produce the beer that you want to. Mm-hmm. Does Mason yeah. Dar Mason Dar still doesn't make one, right? No, they don't make an IPA. Mm-hmm. They yeah. flirt with it. Yeah, because Adam's like very yeah, yeah, flirt principled about like that. They'll do they'll do yeah. an IPL. They'll do those type of things. What's that, the difference? What is the difference? I don't know what. 
I, I was gonna say I was like I literally don't know ale what the lager. So lagering and ale yeah. is, is different. There's it's top fermented oh, right. versus okay. bottom yeah. fermented. There's it, it, it there's a diff difference in how long it actually mm-hmm. takes in the fermentation process. So if you can fer- if you can ter- ferment a beer in forty five <laughs> days versus sixty days, <laughs> yeah. it, it increases your profit margin. Sure, yeah, you could turn over the tanks. So mm-hmm. I but I also am convinced that IPAs. Anybody can make an IPA. Sure. Just shove a bunch of hops in it. Yeah, but not, not everybody can make a good one. That's yeah. true. But I do think that the consumers don't know what a good IPA is versus a bad IPA. Well, most of them don't. Yeah, so they just true. go, oh, man, this is so hoppy, bro. Yeah. And oh, like, that the more bitter it is. Like the, just, and to me, oftentimes, the people who are like when Hop Slam was a big thing, that just yeah. tasted like armpit to me. But a good. Although you're the Cicerone. I don't know if that's the technical term. <laughs> is, armpit, <laughs> is armpit the technical I, term? Uh, it, it, it is. Or is it old? The hot. Yeah. What is the. <laughs> this reminds me of old feet. <laughs> but like, my, wow, but my this makes about, my face like. But my <laughs> point about the loggers, though, is that you're right in that it takes longer to make. The yes. process of making loggers yes. is longer. However, I would argue that breweries yeah. are now starting to differentiate themselves based on their loggering programs. Sure. So barrel, it's like there's two differentiators now in all the beer podcast guests that we do. Either you're doing your barrel mm-hmm. aging or you are doing loggers. Yes. And if you've got the capacity to do both, you do both. But there's a shift in that. And I'm convinced that people have started to make lagers for two reasons. One, to basically flex on other breweries. Yeah. We make a very good lager because it's yes. difficult. It'll expose yes. you if you don't know how to make beer. Yes. Two, if you want to broaden your audience, you have to give them something that they're familiar with, mm-hmm. but better. Mm-hmm. And I sure. always argued that people talked about their craft beer journey beginning with an IPA. I thought that was crap. Yes, I did the same thing. Yeah. So I thought the whole oh the Mine first started with a Kolsch. See, <laughs> sure. But that's, I'm basic. Yeah. But no, yeah. but that's the majority that's of real, people though. because that's real because yeah. I'm also or a in pilsner the same and a Kolsch. Like those were my gateways. Yeah. First time yeah. I had Gateway. went to Raleigh Times and they had Gaffel Kolsch like on tap. And I was like, what's that? Oh, try Gaffel yeah, Kolsch. Sure. I can oh, crush yeah. those things. They're delicious. So, so I think that's where things are going, and that's why you see so many people coming out with beer flavored beer now. Sure. Because they realize that people don't want to. Because people don't want to. Because also, there's also the sour the, was going in a direction for a while. I think people have there were like a exclusively bit back from sour that. places. For yeah, a while. there's exclusively like, sour yeah, places. I, won't be going there I also yeah. think the pandemic switched it over to people wanting to drink more. Yeah. And the problem with yeah. IPAs is that there's only and so sours. There's only so many IPAs that you can have in a day. Yeah. yeah. So IPAs will fill Speak you freaking yourself. up, man. <laughs> no, they'll fill you up. No, I'm talking about the ones that people were making, like these double IPAs or IBUs. Seventeen percent alcohol. Yeah. Or like or the IBUs are off the charts yeah. and you're making the bitter beer face there's only so many of those you can have let's, sitting let's talk about this dessert beer you just had or that you had and you talked about on the the glass jug guy no, yeah you, you were talking about peanut Noose, butter the, the Noose river uh, oh collab. yes it was a collaboration yeah. with uh, good berries yeah yeah, yeah. <gasps> that was oh, a ridiculous Lord, you didn't hear this I, I love Noose river Noose that River's was a, a great little too sweet yeah. for me i'm with yeah. you on that yeah yeah and that's why it but was I'm a beer that me. Kelly and I split at the end of our yeah. So tell Lauren what this oh, beer is that she missed. Yeah. It's, it's Good Berry's collaboration with oh. the cocoa nibs and the peanut butter and all that stuff. And it was basically ice cream. I kind of, I, well, I kind of felt like, it, look, if you added a scoop of ice cream to this and yeah. gave me a spoon, Ooh. this would be awesome. So yeah. the guy from Glass Jug said that somebody ordered three of them. And no, I said, you, I said yeah, that. I said that. Yeah, the yeah. I, in talking with the waiter, I was mentioning like, yeah, this is a perfect last beer. She's like, yeah, some people don't understand that, and then next thing you know, they order another one. That's and then, and up four, they leave. four, four. No. no. Mm. Wow, you had four frosties. Yeah. That's amazing. The diabetes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I like these River quite a bit. I like their hazy IPA. It does have orange juice. We drink it with breakfast. Yeah, the what was it? The Saturday morning or the Sunday morning? Yeah, yeah. That's the one, right? Yeah. That to me is like a mimosa. Yeah, that's what he said. Great. That's what it's great. Yeah. Um, you mentioned House of Hops was your sponsor. Was a sponsor. Yes, over there. I was actually just there on House of Hops. House of Hops. I was there on Saturday. So, do you know Keith? I guess you've had yes. dealings with Keith. He's a hell of a golfer, by the way. Oh, really? Okay. Um, he's a member of Briar Creek Country Club oh, and nice. can get out there. He's six six. Sure. So, dude, can get out there and swing the sticks. He's nice. He's a really nice dude too, man. I, I really like Keith and Gary and all those guys at the House of Hops. I uh, had a lot of dealings with them in the past. Got anything else that you want to talk about, Mister? Well, it was it was funny. We were it, as we were talking about beer. You mentioned that you could crush. The Kolsch, right? Mm-hmm. And one uh, one of the things that I wanted to do was read some of the reviews. Oh, of the st- I forgot about this. <laughs> Fun. Is this going to be like old takes exposed? No, no, no. no. There's, there's only a few. The first one I have uh, that I wanted to read has to do with that word. Okay. And and it's a four star review on iTunes. It says that's not bad. I, it's from Knight Rider. Uh huh. I really enjoy this podcast. Finding good local craft beer is super awesome, and North Carolina is a hotbed for it. Uh-huh. However, I need to knock a star off simply for Joe's overuse of the word crush. Okay, good. <laughs> noted. Like a nitpicky yeah. critique that like yeah. actually isn't unfair at this Yeah, point. no, it's like, noted. <laughs> noted. Okay. Give me a four-star every time. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. mess the algorithm too much. Right. Okay, <laughs> here's one that made me giggle quite a bit. This is from radfan957. Pretty unlistenable. The oh. host is more interested in political one-liners than anything else. Oh. <laughs> they don't talk much about beer. Just speculations was about the, the current state of the market mixed with their conspiracy theories. So this is April 15th, 2020. Okay. Huh. Yeah. What happened on April 15th? <laughs> right. There. Okay. I mean, it was also more like fair. mid-March, but I guess. Yeah. Well, no, we were, in, we were in the middle of shutdown at that yeah, yeah. point. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. You were probably talking about how you like have to wear masks. But that's yeah. that's a one-star. That's a one-star. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sorry that craft beer places were all shut down. Yeah, we didn't know what the hell was going on. And we just were dealing with a pandemic. But yeah, my bad. I guess that guy's just into cancel culture. Yeah. Just saying. He's probably in the transfer portal. Probably. This is all fun and games. That was your. That was the worst one. That was the okay. only oh. written one star review. Okay. There were quite yeah. a, f- a few more one star reviews oh. that didn't have the balls to put their yeah, name behind it. Put your name on right, it. Right, yeah, right, yeah. I'm old uh, enough to remember when you had to write something. And then one year ago, Mike J. It says informative. Been listening for three years. Oh wow! wow. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Really wish Rich. Joe would let the guests talk instead of interrupting them and telling them how they should run their businesses. Okay, that's actually he's, well. That's a problem because he's actually not talking about me. Okay, <laughs> no. He's actually talking about Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne is the person he's referencing because Wayne. But he said Joe. Yeah, I'm assuming we're coming to the end of this podcast, <laughs> yes. so I will close uh, on this fun story because I want fair. Lauren to turn red. Oh, okay, good. because it actually oh, no. ties in. It actually ties this. into that review. Excellent. You know how many people cannot tell who is who when oh, listening yeah. to the radio? Um, okay. Oh, I don't know. well, that's not going to be yeah. true. It's a, that's Lauren did not know yeah, which one was me and which one was Adam for no. the longest time. For that's a long fair. time. Yeah. And I just was like, are you kidding me? Wow. Because yeah. knowing them now, I get it. We sound completely different. different. And like, obviously, their personalities okay. are very different. Yeah. And everything yeah. else. And, yes. and Adam and Joe are not, they don't look similar. No. Right, but I always, <laughs> I only knew them from the radio. Right. So, so like, their voices. Yeah, totally. Like, voices and stuff like that. So I'd be like the sarcastic one. That's the one I don't That's the one I don't want to hear. Me. Speak. <laughs> and now who's one of who's one of your great friends, Lauren? I know. That's oh. weird how the world Isn't works. That's funny. It's so but my point is that like even people you would think would know which one is which yeah. don't. 
Yeah. But like right. that review that you just read. Yeah. Yeah. That's Wayne because Wayne always likes to drop the reference as a business owner himself. <laughs> <laughs> also, so, I was going to say, to be fair to Joe, like having hosted that podcast a couple times, it is very difficult to rein to rein it in sometimes. sometimes that's all yeah. I'm saying because so. they're not in radio. Like that's not yeah. their primary well, business. Yeah, they've gotten way better at it because they've done yeah. it for so many times. Yeah, we've with done you. It for like seven years now. But yeah. like there, there's a natural tendency when you're not like clock aware to just yeah. go and go, and you're like, okay, we no, like it. we are now. All right, so before we sign off here, fellas, rate oh. and review us. Um, you, you could go to J Schmo Sports at Twitter. And at Instagram and on you Facebook and LinkedIn. Download, subscribe, listen to us on, on Apple, on, on iTunes, mm-hmm. uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Google. Google. You can also mm-hmm. subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click that little bell. You'll click, see every time uh, we yeah, have a click, new episode. Click the bell. Turn mm-hmm. on the notifications right. so you're notified anytime right. we post uh, any new content there. Our our social media handles are JSMO Sports everywhere you find us. J S C H M O Sports. Sports. We are also on the web at www.joshmosports.com show.com where right. you can find all of our information as well as our web blog yeah so just make sure you rate subscribe review all right fellas so i guess that'll wrap it up for today and until next time folks we are the schmoes we'll see you cut to the theme music <laughs>